0: Hello, and welcome to the Accountability Coach Podcast, where we discuss proven business success principles related to helping you make more money and work less so you can enjoy having your ideal business and ideal life. This is Ann Backrack. Today, we have a special guest with us who I think you will find to be helpful in helping us with our mindset so you can break through any barriers that are holding you back from reaching your next level of success. And of course, we all have a next level. Dr. Vic Manzo is a former certified pediatric chiropractor who has become a business mindset coach. He is the author of three books, with his most recent being Decoding the Matrix, Powerful Tips for Unleashing Your Potential and Accelerating Your Spiritual Awakening. Dr. Vic helps people become aware of their limiting beliefs, standards, habits, and and the stories they tell themselves. Then, once you're aware, he helps you reframe, change, and create beliefs that support your dream life. And Dr. Vic is the host of the Mindful Experiment podcast. Welcome, Dr. Vic. I appreciate you joining us.
1: And I'm excited to be here.
0: Well, first, let's start off with. How do we become aware of our limiting beliefs and habits that are actually holding us back from reaching our true potential? Because, you know, we always have those in our head, but sometimes we're not aware of them. Right.
1: So many times. And, and, you know, it's a lot easier than you think because life is always, you know, there's a quote that says life. If you don't change, life's going to make you change. And things will always come up. So when I work with clients and stuff, it's one of those things where, what's that thing that that you get triggered by, or what's the thing that you see, it's either a trigger or you see a pattern of something coming up often. And so like, for example, like business owners or something along those lines, and where they're like, they keep hitting a ceiling, no matter how much work they do, no matter how much extra they hire, they do all the marketing tactics, they do all these different things, but yet their income doesn't change. They don't break that ceiling. Those are usually signs that there could be a limiting belief when it comes to finances. Um, It could be also, you know, maybe a value thing where you just have low self-worth. And so sometimes, let's say a client, if you're in the service industry and they don't end up hiring you for your services, you get really bothered by that. You go into this negative self-talk. These are that reaction is clues to know where that limiting belief is so that's kind of the process I use with clients to like when they're sharing something and they're like oh you know I just or they're paying attention to failure or scarcity or limits then it's just like hey let's go into that because I've seen that a couple times and then all of a sudden when we start doing the work it's like they go holy cow I didn't even know that I had that going on well I didn't even know I accepted that to be truth for me
0: I'm not even sure how to even ask this question actually. So <laughs> let's say let's say that we consistently are doing something and getting a specific result. So we expect that even though that's a limiting belief. How do we figure that out?
1: You're talking about like let's say you you let's say you're you're getting a specific result over and over and over again it's like the same thing no matter what.
0: Yeah, like let's say for example mm-hmm. I'm going to ask for referrals of my clients because obviously I want more business. So I ask for referrals and I I get one every time I ask. So I start to expect one. But you could expect more and potentially get more, but you don't think that way because you're always get one, so that's what you learn to expect. How do you become aware that that potentially really is a limiting belief at least in my opinion?
1: No, it totally is because <clears throat> what it, you know, how do you become aware of that then is is understanding who where did that standard come from? How did you get in condition? Who told you or what did you program yourself to know that I can only get one referral at a time? You know, and that's that's sometimes you just have to ask that question. And this comes from a, in one of my books, I talk about this where it's like, where, who, who set the limits on you? Why do you think you can, and these are some questions I ask clients when it comes to understanding or un- unveiling these limiting beliefs, like, where did that conditioning come from? Who told you that you can only do this or have this or make this or do that? And that starts to open the door to where they'll be like, oh, that's not me, that's me saying someone's told me that or I heard in business or it was a conditioning response where it's like, that's what just worked for me or I feel comfortable with just one and I'm good with that and that's it. Does that kinda answer the question a little bit?
0: Yeah, so I guess that leads us now to once we're aware at least on some level, that we have a limiting belief, what are some specific actions or steps that we can take to
1: help us change that? Literally, it's a lot easier than people think because the awareness is usually 50 to 80% of solving the problem. And then all it is from there is you're just, just because that whole belief that you've had, you've held that for 10, you gave power to it to let it exist in your life as truth for the last 10, 20, 30, whatever many years it had been. All you have to do is just let it go and go and choose a different one, declare a different belief. I call these codes where it's like, this is what my life's going to be no matter what shows up. This is how I'm gonna be no matter what shows up and this is what I'm going to expect and experience and I'm gonna figure that out some way, shape or form to maintain that and it's once you declare it, a new belief that empowers you, I call it empowering beliefs, It's not going to happen instantly though. You see your brain has all this neurocircuitry and and, and conditioning that has happened because we had that old world that we lived in. Now we're creating a new one and we have to work through the kinks to make that change. And it takes some time. So be impatient with this, but also sticking to it. Like if something comes, it's going to, it's going to be like a knee jerk reaction where it's like, Oh, let's say I only got that one today. Well, Go out and try to get that second one. You go, and it fails. Ah, see, there we go. No, no, can't think that way. Let me redirect. Here's my new belief system that I'm giving my power to. And what will happen over time, and this is how you'll know you made the change, is you won't have an emotional charge to things anymore. Like, for me, I had a lot of low self-worth issues. So when I had someone who didn't want to sign up for care as a patient or um, or as a client, uh, well, not, not as a client, because by the time I got to into coaching, I was I took care of this already. But it's mostly from when I first started my business as a pay, uh, patient when not sign up. i am like, man, what did I mess up on? You know, am I not just not good enough? Or what did I miss here? You know, and, and different questions. And instead, sometimes I, I'm at a, I got to a point in my business where it was like, you know what? Sometimes I'm just not aligned for them. And maybe or they had different expectations. We missed it. And, and I learned that I, when I started to shift my mindset there, then it allowed me to be better at asking questions and filtering through those kind of things. And I had different results from that to where I took like conversions up to 98% in my office, which is very rare to see in a chiropractic office. So it's it's really just, you know, doing that kind of work. And then you want to make sure that you are following up so that we can get the brain to start to accept that to be your new reality. And once we get there, things happen on autopilot.
0: So what I, for example, write down really what I want or what I, my new belief should be and needs to be to get to where I, I'm at? and Or is it some kind of affirmation or mantra? What exactly would I do to really solidify that or help solidify that?
1: Like what I tell my clients is what works best for you. All, all of those work. But which one's going to work for you? Like affirmation, writing down stuff doesn't work for me. Visualization works for me more. So I just visualize that belief and seeing it happen in my head. And then I just play it like a movie. I have clients sometimes that will need to write it down. So we make it an affirmation because sometimes they're just too much in their heads. And so I'm like, hey, every time um, we'll do a little thing where if you're gonna make a change and it's hard to make that shift, um, there are so many techniques out there and tools. One of the ones that I share a lot, um, and there's a couple methods to this, but you could do like a rubber band on your wrist, or you could do a little bracelet, something that has, has elasticity to it. And you can do this in two different ways. If you like to cause pain on yourself, I'm not recommending this, but it is, it plays a role on the brain to where when you start to go into that old pattern, you can just snap the, br- the, the rubber band or the bracelet on your wrist, and it just alerts, it re-centers you back to be in center, and then all of a sudden, you can then declare your new belief. Um, you don't have to do that, though. You can do a bracelet where you switch from one side to the other. These are just like active things that you can do. Um, there are hypnosis processes that you can do, which they call anchoring, where you can like every time, you can, if you have a ring on your finger or a bracelet that you wear all the time uh, or a necklace, Every time I touch this, this is my new belief I'm declaring. And you can just start to do that kind of work and you can program it to all of a sudden, once the neurology starts to kick in, you will do it as automatically. When you go and touch that necklace, it will put you in that state, even if you're unaware of it.
0: Yeah, I love the fact uh, hypnosis can really help. I actually tell a number of my clients, you need hypnotherapy to help you (laughs) because you can't get out of your own way. For sure.
1: <laughs> it's it's a, yeah I've I've I have had work myself for it because I was like I need to do something because I'm just way too much in my head and uh, it works it's, it's but there's so many different like I always tell people like everything works because it wouldn't exist if it didn't it's just it's more about finding what works for you and you can only do that by applying these techniques and trying them out and giving them some time and you'll know like I teach a lot of my clients about Feeling, we get too much in our heads. We just, we're in an information era world. So it's just always, you know, what's the next thing? What's this? What's that? And we're told what to think instead of how to think. And a lot of the things I teach is you got to get into your body. It's the most advanced technological thing that will ever exist in humanity. And we can use this as a tool. And some people, you can call it intuition. You can call it a gut feeling. Some people say you're getting a little out there sometimes when I talk about this, especially in the business world. But I always tell them, I'm like, it's neuropeptides. You can Google and look up what neuropeptides are. It's a it's a it's a peptide. It's a protein bond that is comes from the brain. And what they call this, is, it creates an emotional response. And so even though you may not be aware of things, this can actually stimulate and guide you to when you are like, yeah, this works for me. You know, and this is where then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, people can be like, no, but this is the best thing in the world. You know what? That's great. But this is what I know works for me. And so that's why I said like visualization for me is the most powerful tool that I have used in my life to make the changes that I needed to to go and create the life that I have.
0: Yeah, let's talk about that for a minute, because I strongly believe in visualization as well. Visualizing the outcome you want, visualizing and really doing that every day and before every major thing that you do to really visualize the outcome. How do you recommend people go through the visualization process?
1: Get as imaginative, as creative as you possibly can. I tell people, be a kid again and just see it like you're watching a movie. But again, it's that feeling side. You're going to hear me say this often. And it's you, when you do visualization, a lot of times it's not just a mental image that you're creating or even a mental movie. We got to create, make it real uh, and real in the sense that you put emotions behind it. How do you feel? So for example, one year in my business, I had a chiro- chiropractor wanted to be a client, looking to be a client with me. And he says, I heard you talk about how you doubled your practice and you did this and you did that, but you did no marketing. I want to learn how you did that. And I was like, well, I'll teach this to you, but here's the thing. It's going to be very unorthodox what you're in business. And he's like, what's that? I I literally every morning would wake up and see who I wanted to be in my office. The energy, walking into the office, my interaction with my patients, how I felt when I was interacting with them, the type of vibration or emotion that I wanted to feel. And so I just started to make that real. And this is really important because here's the truth. The truth about your brain is that it cannot tell the difference between what you see with your eyes and what you put in your head. And some people who say, "I don't know if that's true." Well, you've been afraid of something that you never had experience of. I have afraid of shark. I'm afraid of sharks. I've never been near a shark in my life, besides an aquarium. I've never been in the open water with one, so I have no reason to be afraid of a shark, but I have a fear of them. So it again, it's what's made up in your mind becomes real. Um, so you can use this tool in so many aspects of your life. Uh, and I back this up with like, you know, this is old. You know, the old spiritual truths used to say, "What you can see in your mind's eyes, what you're going to create in your reality. What you can imagine is what your potential and what your possibilities are." But there are also neuroscience principles that back that up. Quantum physics definitely backs this up. And so it's, it's just playing a movie in your mind and to add emotions of what you want to feel in that time. And if you can get to that point, that is really tapping into the power. If you want to take it even further, you tap it in and feel it within your body. And now all of a sudden you're taking the future and you're bringing it to the present. And you're just feeling what that feels like in this moment because you'll feel it. And once you get to that point, now you're really stepping into really creating the future of your life that you want. I love
0: that. I hadn't heard it phrased that way before. It's a movie with emotion.
1: Exactly. Because if you think of the word emotion, all it is is energy emotion. motion. And so if you take that and you put it to the movie now, now you're taking energy with the motion. The motion is what you're seeing and what you're seeing in the process behind it. So it just, just it's just it's your it's your energy. I call it your energy generator. And so your emotions are energy generated. I either attract things for it's going to be your attractor to your life. You can choose negative emotions or negative vibrations, and that's going to bring more lower vibration, negative things in your reality. Or you can choose the higher stuff and it's going to bring that. It's just what you're what emotions are you applying with everything?
0: I can get on board with that. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I I totally love it. I totally love it. I so much believe in visualization, and I think it's an underutilized tool, if you want to call it a tool. I think it's an underutilized tool that people just don't take as much advantage of.
1: No, they don't. And, And the thing is, this is where you, like, I mean, I've read so many ancient texts in my life, and it's like they talk all about, even the Bible. Those who, I think it's a... Proverbs 29:18 states if those without a vision will perish or men without a vision or people without a vision will perish that's that just tells you right there how important vision and visualization is in our lives and we come in as ch- look at children this is where I love when I was in my chiropractic office I focused on pediatrics and I loved working with children they're just it it, rem- it takes you back to what our essence is and you see them and they just are so imaginative like they'll come up with things and say Dr. Vick, look at blah 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 and I'll just be going Okay, cool. I see. Yeah, that's awesome. Oh my goodness! I would, and, but then I'm like, wow, they see something so different than what I'm seeing. And it was just like, cool. And how how do I tap more into this? How do I learn to be a more imaginative? And and then I started studying billionaires, and they that's what they do. They every day, for the most part, the billionaires that I've studied, they do imagination work. They'll spend time just imagining for five five minutes of their life of what they want to create and all these different things. And I was just like. Yep, there's a secret. It's right there, right in front of my eyes. And I never, even, I never even realized it.
0: Awesome. Now, in your book, Decoding the Matrix, explain to us what is the matrix and why do we need to be aware of it?
1: So the, uh, the matrix is another term for the matrix is the human collective consciousness. For those who knows what that is, if you think of every thought and emotion and the focus that each and every human does, there's a certain vibration to that. And the vibration is just a level. Um, we don't have it in codes to where we're like, oh, this vibration means this and this and this and that. But it's it's a certain energy that is created. And if you average that out throughout all of the humans, that is the matrix. And so the matrix, in the sense, the reason why you want to be aware of the matrix and why it's very important is because. There's something called, now there's two, I've heard it two different ways. I've heard the lobster effect. I've heard the, the crab effect, whichever one it is true. Um, but long story short, if you have three lobsters in a tank and if one lobster says, the heck with this life, I'm going on the other side and seeing what's there. I don't care what it takes. It's going to start working up the wall. It's going to start climbing. By the time it starts making its way up, for some very weird reason, the two other lobsters will go with their claws and pull that lobster back into the tank. Why does that happen? I have no idea. But it's an interesting facet because that is actually what happens with the with the matrix is it's always going to pull you back into the average where everyone is from a vibration standpoint. Everything will always sink. And in my book, I talk about something called metronomes, and I highly recommend your listeners and yourself, to, if you never heard what this is, these are things that they've done them with 50, 100, 200, and what they do is they'll, they'll rock back and forth and they make a clicking noise, but all of them are out of sync. And then what happens is in about a minute and 45 to about a minute and 55 seconds roughly, these things will come into sync and then they stay in sync. It's crazy. It's the most – and it's not controlled. It's all free, doing its own thing. There's no control mechanisms. For what reasons why that happened? I have no – you know, it's, it's just a phenomenon that phenomenon that we know of and what that means is that the matrix plays a role in the same ways because it pulls our vibration back to being average. And unless we are not setting the intention and living our life the way we choose to, choosing our choosing unleashing our potential, being aware, using visualization, all these different things, then what ends up happening is like the phrase is I think Ben Franklin said it. If you fail the plan then you plan to fail. And so, if you are not setting your intention, you are letting the world and the matrix primarily dictate how your day or your life, if you're not being doing this often, uh, of what it's going to experience and be. That's
0: so true. Uh, I had a client, and he had set some goals that were really super ambitious. I call them stretch goals. And he set all these stretch goals, and he was sharing them with his peers and his friends, and all of them said. You're never going to achieve those. That's ridiculous. What are you thinking? And they were all just really putting him down for having these big stretch goals. And luckily, he was the lobster that got ahead and got out because he didn't listen to them. And he actually exceeded every one of his stretch goals at the end of the year, except one, which he hit on the money and shocked himself, actually.
1: I love hearing that. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, and those things happen because of our conditioning. The matrix, you know, matrix us, conditions us in many different ways. And just like anything, when anyone, I always tell people, like, if you have a dream and a vision, don't share it to too many people. And everyone's like, why? I'm like, because you're going to see how limited people are. Unless they support you, um, they're going to share their limit limiting beliefs. And it's not a bad thing. They're not trying to, they don't wish harm on you. They don't, anything like that. It's just their fears and limiting beliefs that they have that they're putting upon you. Exactly. I think that they just want to keep everybody together. They don't
0: want you to leave the quote group or the pack, whatever you might want to call that. And it's like, hey, we don't want you to leave and get ahead. We want us to all stay together. Kind of we're nice and safe and everything's good in this space.
1: Yeah, and sometimes too, like I, I have, I share this often, and I've written, I think I've written it in a couple of my books too. But I've talked about like groups in a sense, like they're good in some ways and they're bad in others. And, and I'm not against groups. I have my own groups, but um, but it's one of those things where a lot of the times, like the leader of the group will all, you'll never get past the leader of the group in in there, like because you can't go out thinking outside the box. You got to stay within the realm. This is how the matrix works. Because like, and again, there's sub matrices too. So it's not there's the human collective, but then there's also like North America versus Australia and Europe and Africa. And then you have states and countries, cities, towns, and so forth. And I break that all the way down to the sub-matrix of the most lowest level, which is us, our individual selves. But there's those when you go outside what the normal vibration of that matrix is, that creates red flags. That all of a sudden now in normal society, what we do today is we humili- humiliate, discredit, you know, uh, of some, uh, some sort, uh, make fun of those who go outside the normal vibration of what is the average of where everyone's at and so I've experienced that multiple times in my life and it's one of those things where you just got to when you become aware and you know how that works because you'll get pushed you'll get pushback you'll feel the resistance when you start to do that and the resistance and they don't know they're doing it a lot of times people do this stuff unconsciously Uh, and that's the key thing of becoming more aware of that for someone like who wants to have stretch goals, that was me. I was one of those people who wanted to do beyond what I was being. Oh, you can't do that. You can only, you know, all these limitations in business. Oh, you go. This is what you're gonna get at this level. This is what you're gonna get here. This is how this works here. And I was always like, who dictated these things? Like who said that? And who says that? That's how it's gonna be for me. And that's just something that never sat well with me. And then I started to go out there and just do it. And I had it was a little slower than I like, but you know, at the end of the day, uh, I still proved them all wrong. And that was kind of a little bit of a joy for me in some ways, <laughs> to be honest. No, I bet it was. It's, And I totally agree with you. People really
0: mostly unconsciously are trying to keep us you know, held back as well. I totally believe that. And the reality is, is that, yeah, hey, when you're telling people that you just because you want support and when they don't support you, you've just really got to ignore that. And I think that's the biggest and the hardest thing for some people to do because I can't tell you how many people have said, oh, I told my spouse this and they told me, oh, don't be, feel too bad if you can't make that happen or don't feel bad if you can't really do that. And it was just all this negativity that was coming upon them and then they'd feel bad and their whole demeanor would change, right? The physiology would change because now they got their bubble burst.
1: And you, I love how you're bringing that up because it's also, look at them, where does their energy go, right? It goes to lower vibrations. And now all of a sudden, that's not creative. That's not growth. That's not expansion. That's shrinking. And so now their dream and vision and what they wanted to create becomes harder because they keep going into that place.
0: Yeah. I think I've heard you say something about darkness and it being our greatest ally. Can you talk about that?
1: Absolutely. So... The darkness is just a term I use because you know life is contrast, so there's light and dark. But darkness can be your challenges, your obstacles, the fears, things you face um, that shows up in life. It could be your failures. And so this is what was it five years in the business, and it was one of those things where I started to stop trying to read every little thing that was out there, every little business book and everything. And I took a journey to where I was like, you know what? I'm gonna let life teach me. I'm gonna leverage life. I'm gonna leverage the universe. I'm going to let it bring to me what I need. I'm going to trust the process that's going to give me what I need. And what I learned just in that first year was more than I've learned in the five, six, 700 books I read in the last five. And it was one of those things where the thing about the universe in life is it's always going to bring to you what you need to level up to where you want to go. So when we choose a goal or a vision or whatever it is that we want to achieve, you have to raise your vibration to get to that point. Sometimes it's an easy process, but a lot of times there's things that are going to come. And what the whole purpose of the the see the darkness as the greatest ally is not fear failures, not fear fear the obstacles, not fear the hardships that we face in life and really look at them and see them as more of a blessing. See them as a gift because everything in life, everything in life is a gift, everything in life is a blessing and it sounds hard for especially people who went through some hardships or traumas and things like that. But when you really take a step back and look at the bigger picture, it's helping you elevate. And and even in my own podcast, I've interviewed people, 60 something people, who've had like traumas and stuff that we talked about. At the end of the end of the podcast, I'll ask them that question: Looking back at your life, do you see what you went through? Is that would you say that's a blessing in your life now? I still haven't gotten a no. And it's one of those things where if we can incorporate life and learn and let life help us and guide us instead of us thinking this is what I need to do and this is how we have to do it and this is the way I'm going to go it's like hey set the vision that's good but then say so that's what I'm going to focus on I don't know how I'm going to get there life you show me the way it's going to bring you circumstances and people and situations to help raise your vibe because what it's going to do is going to help you focus on life's going to help you focus on the lower stuff that's holding you back the lower vibrations that may be low self-worth limiting belief it's going to keep bringing that to you until you some people say heal it or you, you transcend it or you, you become aware and then you change it and then from there your vibration will rise and it makes it easier to attain the goals or the visions or the dreams or whatever it is that you want to go after whatever life you're choosing and um, the darkness is a way to really help us really elevate our life
0: very powerful i really like that
1: i was going to say it's, it's one of those things where it, it took me that long to realize that, wow, life is really here and it has your back. Like it's really here to help you in that process. And it's just monumental. I highly recommend everybody on that.
0: Well, we both believe in the power of visualization. And you have a free ebook that you'd like to offer everybody today. And can you talk a little bit about that book?
1: Yeah, it's a very short read. I think it's only like eight or 10 pages. It, the, the whole purpose is just to really kind of take the, the left brain logical individual, which most of us are in this day and age, and start to, I share a couple research studies that are going to baffle you when it comes to how powerful our mind is, how, how our mind can actually alter matter. Like literally change matters. So in some of the studies I share, uh, I think one was a free throw study. I did another one on uh, muscles and just working out. And one who does the workout, one who doesn't. And it's just absolutely um, takes you through that process to understand how to do the visualization. Some of the things we shared here about getting your emotions involved with it. And just to give you like a little, little bit of a template to have fun with this and be a kid, because the power of visualization is it's been a game changer. It's how we create our life. It's how we speak in a sense If you, God, a universe, whatever you like to call that. It, it, it's our way of sharing what it is we want and we co-create with them to help us get that.
0: So to get Dr. Vic's Power of Visualization book, go to empoweryourreality.com forward slash links. That's empoweryourreality.com forward
1: slash links. Yes, you guys can find that there.
0: Any last thoughts that you have?
1: You know, just one thing is if we can learn to get out of our minds more and learn to tap in with our bodies and the feeling aspect, you will truly find your path to fulfillment. And it's it's a lot of letting go because when we use our minds too much, that means we want more control. And uh, humans, that's just the, the biggest thing humans fear is uncertainty. And. A lot of times, the uncertainty is where our dreams are. It's where the life we want to achieve, the things that we want to really have, and create that fulfillment. And so, knowing that life is always there to support you along the way, and it will guide you towards that, and just learn how to tap within, and just trust your trust yourself more. It's a game changer.
0: I love it. I really appreciate you joining us and sharing all your valuable insight that I'm hoping I can use even better our listeners can use even more to help them reach their next level of success.
1: No, thank you for having me. It was, this was a blast.
0: Well, my hope for our time together with Dr. Vic is that you got value and an idea or two that will help you be even more successful personally and professionally. Feel free to share my podcast with others as they can be found on most podcast platforms and in most English speaking countries. And of course, at accountabilitycoach.com. And if you'd like to get a short daily fix from me, subscribe to the Accountability Minute, which can be found on most podcast platforms and in most English-speaking countries. And remember to subscribe to my Business Success Tips and Resources blog by going to accountabilitycoach.com forward slash blog. And always remember to aim for what you want each and every day. Until next time, make it a great day, today and every day. I appreciate you listening.